What's going on, nerds? It's the Comic Zone. You already know. It's May the 4th, bitches. So you know what it is. Star Wars. Star Wars! May the 4th be with you. Uh-huh. Always. So... I mean, I got to start off by saying I haven't watched any of the new season of Mandalorian, so <gasps> there probably won't be any spoilers for that on this episode, but it may might be a little early for that anyway. Um, But we're going to talk a lot about Star Wars, of course. We got DJ Nike. What's up, buddy? In the building, man. Love being back. The mainstay. Yes, sir. Bill? Yes, you got the sweetest shirt ever on. I know. It's yeah, Darth Vader, but it's done kind of uh Luchadorian. Well, yeah, it's like um It's the very like the uh the candy skulls. Well, no, it's but more it's, like it's Mayan the, though. It is on the Mayan st- uh, style, but the kind of but that flavor of the painted skulls, yeah. the, the candied skulls that they leave on uh Dias de la Mortes. Day right of there. the Dead, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's in so, that flavor, well, but it's a hodgepodge of Star Star Wars. And it definitely has like a Quetzalcoatl, which is a dragon from the Incan mm-hmm. legend. So it has a lot of those very local kind of roots, or for local for for Mexico, should, where you got it. Puerto you Marta. should post Ayaka. a picture of it somewhere. Yeah. Will or somewhere on the page, like on Facebook and whatnot. Now I will say. I have been a Star Wars fan for as long as I can remember. So you know what, what, I mean? what do you think got you hooked into Star Wars? Well, thinking, like I said, I'm 46, so... Uh, Damn! Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, well done, well done. Um, I was young. I when, said damn. No, it's how you said <laughs> damn. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Don Cheeto would be proud. Dude. Um, <laughs> when I was first watching it, because I was so young, I really didn't care about the storylines. But it was cool seeing laser swords before you knew, you know, exactly what they were called. Uh, it it had exactly what the series has been. It was that very cowboy slash space slash samurai. You know, it was all of the all of the things that it got me like into it. It is like a space western, space samurai. I mean, it is yeah. a mix of a lot of things. So no wonder it's successful. And even uh, that religious and, kind of well, yeah. undertones as like, far as the Force. and mm-hmm. Well, like how the thing about like a Jedi Knight is pulled straight from like, you know, old school. Uh, the way knights acted uh, back in the day, it's like knights errant. It's like you went around and did good deeds. And then when you were called upon by your king, then you go fight in a war or whatever. But in the meantime, you use your skills to protect people, travel around, and whatnot. I definitely think those religious aspects uh, from the Force have a lot of that samurai in it. Yeah, that yeah. samurai because that was definitely it. People always think about the about the knight aspect because there was a lot of that in it. But a lot of the whole samurai way of life was based upon their religion and their belief. So Oshido. yeah, there, there's so so much, so much. And like I said, as I got older, the storylines themselves became 
it was more about the story than the characters and the the fighting and just thinking about how deep those storylines got. And then when you think about all the different forms of media or, or like you, it's more than just the movies, you have the television shows and the cartoons and the video games and how they're all tied together. It's just, I don't know if George Lucas ever expected it to be what it is now. Well, yeah, sure. It was just a little fun thing that he wrote. I'm sure he had confidence in it. Oh, definitely. He, he would never under like think that uh, your fans would hijack your what you created right. and, like basically we took it from him and he has no control anymore but he doesn't for to a certain to a certain level i don't think he cares like i, I know there's probably certain things that he cares about but seeing fans like like what john how do you say his last name Favreau? Favreau, yeah Favreau. yeah what 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 he's done with the mandalorian i think one of the reasons why that specific show has a much wider fan base like i would think that the mandalorian is probably more popular than the last three trilogies or the the last trilogy that came out yeah those those movies got murdered and when you think about the first two seasons of the mandalorian how everybody loved it there was nothing bad anybody said at the right time as far as when people had the time to watch and binge watch all those shows and they had all the right pieces Mm -hmm. you know that i mean the cute grogu and then you have you know the mandalorian's dope as fuck you have the mystery you never see in his face which i think was a great touch and like by the way about like the uh judge dread movie back in the day with sylvester stallone that's what killed that and then so and if you haven't watched it the new dread the newer newer with 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 kyle irvin Dude from uh, from the boys. He's in all kinds of shit. Yeah, but he plays Dread like perfectly. And for the, that, car- the comics, it kills me that uh, that didn't get more love. Love because that could have been a whole fucking new series. Yeah, dude. I liked it. I loved it actually. It was so amazing. That movie is so good. Like I I saw zero flaws. Like I'd agree. It's fucked up that you know sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah. It's like over people's heads. They don't realize how like on point. I think timing has a lot to do with things too. Like what well, you like, said. Well, like yeah, like he said with the fucking the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian yeah. hit, and that's at why the they right time. Release movies at specific times too, like mm-hmm. summer or yeah. Christmas mm-hmm. or Easter or I'm not sure if Easter, but there's those different cycles when yeah they you don't want to release a Christmas movie and you know or Maverick, which seemed an odd time, but actually was perfect for. Uh, Memorial Day or, mm-hmm. or was it Labor? Uh, was it Whichever one's in September. Is veterans or <laughs> Memorial Day. Um, but anyway, so it was in time with that. Yeah. So it that really boosted, you know, its you know showings because it was perfect timing. Agreed. And I think it was a little bit risky because I think it it didn't seem like a typical. So you do know, you think with better timing, the latest Star Wars trilogy would have done better? No, uh, and here's what I'm going to say no. Is I, I recently watched the just the movies. I haven't gone through all the TV shows again, so there's a lot of shit that I probably won't remember. But I know, and this is going to be a change just the way we, people have that easy way to with social media because anybody that had something to say, and it always kills me, we talked about this on the last one, you have a lot of kids, and I say kids, because even if they're 25, 30, they weren't alive when the original trilogy came out. Like, for right. them, they were alive when, you know, when one, two, and three came out, not, you know, the original three movies. So now, they, they're racing. giving, yeah, they got a chance to talk shit those. about shit that they 
it, it, it's not ingrained to them as much as it is to like us. Yeah. Well, that maybe that's not true though, because like I watched the original trilogy when I was younger. My mom got um had them so my mom had a massive library of just uh recordable VHS tapes and right. then we had a fucking binder, dude, that had she would go through and number each one, put what number uh what number tape each movie was on right so she would go on like hbo stars all the bullshit and like record movies and we had a fucking huge library of movies and star wars is on there and so i was lucky enough to like watch the uh unedited stuff yeah before they started adding all the cgi right right and and then i i liked it but i think it was over my head when i was a kid and then when the um the prequels came out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, okay, like I was really into that. I, I really liked it, and went to every one of them uh, in the theaters. And by the time I got to Revenge of the Sith, so when that came out, I mean, this is one of the my biggest like Star Wars moments as a fan was like going to a theater. It's packed, like fuck, every seat's taken. People are fucking rowdy and shit. They're getting fucking hyped up. Everybody's fucking... It was just like a party atmosphere to where you're like, oh, this is like a really fucking cool... And like, and then the fucking music kicks on, like... And everybody's like, whoa! Like, loses their shit. Right. And like, so that's one of the coolest moments I ever had. So, for me, it wasn't necessarily your... Like you said, you're 46. Damn! But uh, for me, I was a little younger, so like the prequels were what got me into Star Wars. All right, so which brings me to my next thing, though. What did you feel about the last trilogy? I have like with Finn I, and Ray. I have mixed feelings, and a lot of that has to do with um, the way things went outside of the movie, so the political side of shit. So how he got fucking booted, J.J. Uh, Abrams, right? He gets booted uh, for the second movie. And I feel like that derailed the story he was trying to tell with the first movie. I think the first movie's great. I think uh, The Force Awakens is a solid fucking movie. Maybe it's a rehash of what we've already seen, but you can just say history repeats itself, and especially in The Force and shit like that. The second movie is a tough one for me. That one, um, I think it's a good story, but I think they didn't pay attention to or understand where he was trying to go and kind of derailed things a little bit. It's like clunky. It doesn't make sense to me. I disagree. And And then... And then you get to the third movie, and it's like, hurry, 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 like the last season of Game of Thrones. And he's like throwing everything he meant to do into that movie, and it makes it just like, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I think maybe, I thought similar when they first came out, because you had to wait. But actually going back and watching all nine in the order that they're supposed to be in, I felt there was a lot more cohesion. And a lot of the thing, a lot of the problems that I had first time watching it, 
And and I will honestly say to me, I think some of the some of the bad thoughts I had about it were because I read them online, and it wasn't so much my own thoughts. So and like, then I went back and I saw them again, and I was like, I don't think they're as bad, and I don't see all the complaining that people did. Again, it took me a second time going through them and actually watching everything that had come before them. Because I will say, last time I watched them, I watched the other prequels too, like Rogue One, dude, and Solo. That maybe is the best. Oh. I uh, say that all the time. That is probably the best Star Wars movie, period. I don't It's my it. favorite. It's so fucking good. And I don't understand all the hate the solo movie got. I don't either. That's such a great movie. Donald Glover is Lando. He fucking killed it, you bunch of fucking retards. Listen, <laughs> he was so good in that part. I fucking like so when he's like chilling in the ship, this is like one part, and he's going recording his thoughts and calls them the Calrissian Chronicles. You know what I mean? I mean, that shit's fucking... He played that part so good. He was my favorite part of that whole shit, and that movie is, like, flawless. I don't... I love that, I love that film, too. I think one of the things that made him good was he actually studied... Uh, how, how am I forgetting his name? Uh, the black dude that played Lando. Oh, um... I should smack myself. God damn, I should smack myself too. Colt 45. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's his name, man? Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry about this, nerds. That's all right. Uh, it's mostly. Sorry about that, nerds. Technical difficulties. Ah, but they gave us enough time to look up the original Lando. Yes. And it was Billy D. Williams. Sorry about that. I mean, he's one of my favorite characters. Um, And. But he studied him, so he had his he had like his 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 act his mannerisms mannerisms. And, thank you. He had him down perfect. He had his voice down the way he moved. He was so good, and I really that upsets me because we could have had a trilogy of solo movies, but everybody wants to be a fucking asshole and hate on shit just because they don't get it. It didn't affect me the same way as the other ones did, uh, but because it didn't have that the force element. Well, I mean, for me, as I mean, that really doesn't either outside of Grogu, though. But it it, it was still there. There's, you know, a presence there that kind of brought them together. And, you know, that's probably the main thing for people is they want to see lightsabers swinging around. And And some of my wouldn't even have to be just a, a lightsaber, but just a little, you know. Well, some force shit like Jedi stuff. But some of the best novels that I've read. From the EU, excuse me, are ones that have nothing to do with the Jedi or the Force. It's like the people that are just in the universe or something with the Mandalorians or, you know what I mean? They might talk about it, but some of the best books and stories are uh, Force, like it's not there. You know what I mean? Some of the... But, yeah. but also some of the very best ones are they have to do with the Sith and the Jedi. And I think that's the appeal of the Star Wars universe is it can be like Rogue One. That doesn't have any force um, related shit at all. I don't think. Yeah, not that I can remember. Except by the end, you see Vader at the end. And that is like one of the sickest uh, scenes ever when he's like cutting through the ship and fucking all those dudes up. Same, same way, uh, same way Luke, uh, Luke did in the Mandalorian. It's you know actually I mean? a mirror thing, and yeah. I pointed this out before. Is like I think they did that on purpose. Oh, you know they did. Like you Luke, know they did. Luke cutting through the dark troopers and fucking them up was the very same. 
as the very as the end of uh, Rogue One. There might even be some directors or some creatives that kind of share the same mm-hmm. same landscape, so that might be on purpose. Yeah, yeah I, uh, think it, I think it was on purpose. Even if they never talked to each other, that person was making a nod. Oh yeah, to that scene. You know what I mean? Because that was, it was the, yeah, so it was the first dope. thing that popped in your head when you saw it. I remember losing. I was so glad I was watching it alone because I was screaming like a little kid. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, yes. Yeah, that shit's sick, dude. Like, uh, both of those parts are extremely well done. Like, uh, so when Luke shows up, I mean, how intense was that? You did feel like a kid. Yeah. When Luke showed up and... Uh, I mean, even when you saw his fighter before it yeah, even landed. Yeah, you saw yeah. his X-Wing flying and you're like, you knew who it was. But it's like, oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. And then you see the green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Dude, that oh. part. It's like, how are they going to do it? Is it, you know? And it's so. How are they going to actually show his face? And they did the kind of. Like, and it's so beautifully. Or whatever. It's so beautifully choreographed, too. Like, that. that's both scenes are. I mean, you see Anakin's uh, more juggernaut style of, like, just plow through your enemies. And he's very, like. Uh, it's not like polished or anything. He's just fucking overpowered him. Yeah, he's just force fucking... overpowered but him. Then and you see strength. Luke, and he's very smooth and like more ninja about how he's moving. Samurai, his... samurai. Okay, either way, you know what I mean. Like I more technical. Mean. And we were kind of talking about this with the uh, MMA shit evolution. Well, just sports in general. Like the athletes become more polished and more technical as time goes on in the game. That's a good way to put it. Uh. So it's the same kind of thing. So it's a, it's actually very, uh, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, like in a real world view. Bill uh, had some news, though. I've been wanting to know what the fuck. All right. Because you haven't said it. Because we've reached a milestone with the Comic Zone podcast. Uh-oh. Since the lifetime of this podcast, we have reached... 4,000 downloads. Woohoo! So, to all of you who's ever listened, download wherever, watched it on YouTube, thank you. Yeah, that is. You know, a... and make sure to rate us wherever you, you know, give us those stars, those thumbs up. That really helps us grow. Yes. Well, and I want to thank both of you guys, man, because you both been here for fucking basically since fucking day one. We're still doing this shit. I fucking love it. It's like the highlight of my week. So you oh, guys, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, I appreciate you guys big time. Hey, always here for it, man. Yes. So what, Uh, what? like, we've talked about, like, where, where our first love came from Star Wars. What about you, Bill? Yeah. At least just looking back, a lot of it is just the sound effects. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the, the music and how that was interlaced with the story and the sounds of the lightsabers, the, like the dog fighting mm-hmm. in space. That and always, the light, you know, th- those are, you know, hearing that kind of, especially like an intro to a new movie, it starts off in space. You get those sounds, you get the, the cinematic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, orchestral or, or te- those are like, or the orchestra's testicles, um, <laughs> you know, and those, that's just like the feel of it. Um, well, it does start right in the beginning because you know when you're at a Star Wars movie, the first thing you're gonna hear is those horns, and it's fucking epic from the very that first jo- yeah, second. John Williams, wasn't it? The the, the conductor sounds right. I, I'm pretty sure. 
I mean, if you don't love that fucking music, yeah, something's wrong. I mean, come on. I've got it on vinyl. Right. Ooh. I've got I got it. Used a, to. A, and I used yeah, to. I picked it up at a flea market or something, and it's like the two or, th- two or three album. Mm-hmm. And it's got all the booklet inside. It's pretty. I, pretty I cool. used to have it, but all my shit got mm-hmm. lost in like a storage unit. Now, yo, when you were talking about the the original trilogy, um, seeing them unedited. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you have a copy of those on VHS, you are basically a god because uh, even before George right. Lucas gave up the rights, he said you will never see them again right. because, in his opinion, the new versions with are the, superior. Are superior and, and what he was looking for exactly. Um, he was very limited by the technology, technology of his day. Yeah, um, and the, the funny thing is, is all those things that are flaws from the beginning are what we crave now as being authentic. Well, it's I, not the highly polished things, it's the rough edges and that's I think that's that creative nostalgia. essence. I think that's nostalgia. Well, even I think even in the future, even like what what happens now, I bet you Well, know, and well, look at like I think cinema, music thing, everything, like look at Wu-Tang back in the day is like uh it was very raw and they have shit, you know, the songs talking about you know who baby i like it i like it bro so but like that very people like knowing that thing is things are authentic and when you get too polished and too big and too uh um produced and i mean people that, that's good you know that's good too but people also like seeing raw artistry uh in its base form so it, it still happened like so, you look at old cinema, like Star Wars and shit. They were they were very limited by what they had to work with, and they still made it work. And uh, I think that uh, that's always going to be a thing in entertainment. Is like people you're not going too far and keeping it too polished. Then you know that I almost like knowing that it came from one person too. So well, here's like, something that I read. This was I read before I even started the third season was that like a lot of the things like the mistakes, some of the big and the reason I, I was looking, I wasn't looking for that per se. But it, while I was looking for something else, I found this. So I wanted to find out how they made all of the tires disappear, because just about everything other than droids. So like the R units, nothing else do you see wheels on. So not the speeders, like even if you see somebody oh. pushing a cart, like on the, like the newer stuff, like Have like the Mandalorian. Seen? Yeah, there's like no, there's no wheels. It's like it shows you know that technology did? that I know now. That, they that, they rub Vaseline on the lens. Well, that was part of it, but they the said back, most of it. That was, was the original. Mirrors. That was the original, like fix for that is like putting Vaseline on the and just kind of blurring the the tires out, and then you, like okay, so what I was gonna bring up was um. Once uh, the Phantom Menace came out, then they did. You remember the box set that came out, like of all the remastered yeah. uh, movies? Do you remember that? It was like a gold uh, box set with like a sleeve of yeah. the VHSs. Dude, I had that fucker. I watched it all the time. Um, and like I said, that was what got me into star wars period and then i really got into it for i really got into it for 
like big time when I started reading books and stuff. Because I did. I started wanting to understand more about like Star Wars after I saw the prequels. Uh, at least the first one and the second one, too. Oh, I forgot my point because the dog shocked me up. Sorry, but they were talking about the mistake. So you remember like uh, when the, the stormtrooper hits his head from the door you oh, know, yeah. when he walks in? Like they left that in. We well, remember the Mandalorian when the dude was hiding with the boom mic. They could have very easily edited that out because like in Game of Thrones, remember when they had but the they Star Wars it. cut? The, the Starbucks cup, oh, and they yeah. edited that out. Like, if you saw it live, you got to see it, but you couldn't see it. Uh, you can't you, see you, it on the DVDs yeah, or anything. it's gone from that point. Well, they, they, they like, left stuff in just because it gives that that old-school feel, that non-polished well, the, feel. Yeah, the rough edges and shit. And yeah. Maybe that's why people love The Mandalorian so much, on top of, like, everything that makes it good. Uh by the way, I was like, I don't want any spoilers, but just kind of give me your um, your thoughts on the third season, the new season. I really liked it. Um, much like I, I, you'll hear me harping on <laughs> the internet trolls all the time because I think anytime somebody has an opinion, even like if it seems to be that's the thing to do at the time is the dog something, they're going to do it. Even oh, yeah. Because if, if it gets the more followers, and that's one of the things I will say about the Comic Zone podcast. I don't think we kowtow or actually are reaching out for any specific type. Like we always say 100%. Yeah, we're just giving our opinion. Yeah, our opinions. I like it. And I think it ended the way it should have. And that's all I'm going to say. Definitely watch it, though. What did you think? What do you mean ended? Like, so it's the show's over? No, but it no. ended. The season ended. You know how certain shit doesn't? Like, lead, this is like a tease for what's coming next. This one, it, it you know there's going to be more, but you get an ending and you're satisfied with it. Yeah, okay. it had a, it had a, this whole season had a good kind of story flow that brought everything together. Um it was very much for everyone. It had the cutesy wootsy. There was, a, I think, if somebody had a negative thing about that as being too Disney-fied, there may be a little bit to say that. I didn't have a problem with it. I'm going to watch the next one. It's bingeable. And uh, so give it me had, a, had give all me the right number. elements. Give me a number. Ten out of ten. Seven and a half. Okay. Eight point five. Okay. For th- for this for this season, uh the first season would probably be like a 9 and a half. See, I've been watching The Sopranos and I've never watched that show before and I'm like super hooked on it right now. I'm like always way behind. But I mean I need to like put that down for a minute and watch this this season. It's only 8 episodes and they range anywhere from 25 minutes to 45 minutes. You know what I mean? So you could probably make, you could, yeah, you could make it through the whole season in three days. Okay. Easily. Well, and Bill, your opinion changed a little bit from when I've talked to you before. It's like before you were like, oh, we're not like, you didn't have like shitty things to say about it. You were just like, kind of like, meh. Um, I like that we got more of Katie Stackoff um, in it. Uh, I can't remember her Mandalorian. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Um, I thought she did a great role in there. You, you get to see a little bit more of Goku. Grogu. I will never say that right the first time. Um, so we got to see growth there. Sometimes it looked a little bit too puppet. 
I think they that's one of those things. I think they did it on purpose. They're trying yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah like, like Yoda back yeah, in the day. Especially like when he was walking. Because when, when that was one of the big complaints about the prequels, that Yoda looked too CGI, and a lot of the people that had been there before liked that puppet feel. So I um, I would agree that it's definitely Disneyfied, I, 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 but I think they did it on purpose. I think I like It wasn't both. bad. I think I like both. You know, I don't hate, like, the super CGI'd stuff, but I don't... I don't hate like the rough edges either. I'm kind of like right in the middle. I don't, you know what I mean? I think with the good mix of practical effect with CGI is the best way to go. And that's probably always going to be what it is until we have uh CGI that's indistinguishable, but there's always like a weird movement thing. Yes. Where we your you, eyes, you your sub- brain. Yeah, you subconsciously can tell it's That's not, not real. Yeah. Yeah. That yo, I always say I always say to people, uh, the Mission Impossible movie where they hung Tom Cruise on the outside of that F one fifty or not F one fifty, uh the big C one thirty, the big military ship. I remember watching that and I'm like, yo, this is the best CGI I've ever seen in my life. And it was real. And then I got to the end of the movie and watched how they did it. And I was like, oh shit, they and hung Tom Cruise on that. Of course it was real because he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah, he, but I mean, but but for real, like your eyes can tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could you can always tell when something is CGI. And, and I think and you're not even trying to pick it out. You yeah. just can see it. Your brain is like, that's not real. <laughs> yeah. And who knows if it'll ever get to the point where you can not distinguish it? I when, was, when you're plugging it right into your head and you're right. experiencing it. Well, yeah, yeah you're there, but you. cyber, cyber. So wh- who would you be if you could just plug in and experience any like character Matrix? or life? Yeah, like in the Matrix, and you could do it to any Star Wars character. Well, of course, you'd want to be a Jedi and use the Force and all those things. And you can do that kind of uh, with VR now. Yeah. Like, who who would ex- you who would you pick? If you could feel it, that you you'd like actually live that life throughout the movie. I don't know. I mean, it's I like mean, I, would, I don't I, think I'd want to be Luke Skywalker. You mean like live out one of the movies? Yeah, to be one of those characters. Uh, I mean, I guess Obi Wan Solo. Or... Han Solo seems like a you know would be a kind of a good pick to kind of be that that rebel. And he still gets girls, so yeah, yeah. Well, of course. And, I mean, that's the goal. I mean, if you then you can kind of throw back to Lando too, well, um, or even Princess Leia. If I don't, I don't think I do, but you know, yeah, there's somebody that might want to be Princess. Leia. Oh, come on, you, you know, wear an, that gold an empowered female yeah. character. You know, it's a solid choice, a solid role model for a young. And she had her force moment in the latter movies. You know what I mean? Um. That would be a hard. Yoda. I yo, I would, I would say, Star Wars also brought, did something big for me. I know it was being the the only minority, you know, on the podcast. I remember that was the first time seeing prominent black characters in a movie like that. Seeing Lando, like he was the first action figure I ever had that was a black guy. He's my favorite in the old shit. But I, but the, the, yo, that was big. You think the first one came out in the late seventies, and to have a seventy seven, yeah, have a. Yeah, a supporting character, like a main supporting character that was black. That was it was a crazy. big deal. Big deal. And he was not like, he was Han's equal or better. You know what I mean? You didn't see him all the time, but 
He had very meaningful uh, – and they had the perfect person to play him. Like I said, I've always said my mom used to – for her and her friends would talk about, like, they could care less about sci-fi but would watch those yeah, films hey, just well, to see Billy him. Well, Billy D. Williams. He was a was, sex symbol. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And Bill brought up the Colt 45 shit. Remember yeah, those? I remember those commercials. those commercials? Yes. That's my era. Of course I remember those. Yeah, he was cool, man. He was also uh, – you know, he, saw, he actually made just kind of like what happened with uh, – Oh boy, that was the original roadie in Iron Man, Torrance, Torrance, uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, he made a whole lot of movie, uh, a whole lot of money for the Batman film. He was he was supposed to have been Two Face because he was Harvey Dent in the one with Michael Keaton, and then the oh yeah, right. he was, wasn't he? And then the 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 and and that was off the strength of how well he, you know his character did in Star Wars, and that would have been a great move. But to like, you know what I mean, what the, a throwback move. Because he's not, he's only Harvey Dent for a couple, like a minute. But yeah, he signed like, he on for other movies. That's why, yeah. They like, so be, technically, Batman so, would have been like if, the first what if they, like, MCU brought him, type thing. What if they brought him in now, though? He's too old, but it'd be cool. No, but like, you could do like the whole, because they brought Michael Keaton back. Well, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. So like just like even if it's not for like a whole thing, but just like, like a, in the new Flash, like that's a, a possibility. Fucking, like a little uh, Easter egg. That is a damn good. That's a possibility. That'd be badass. Just have him be like a version of Two Face, and then like only eagle-eyed fans would pick that out. And right. Be like, Holy shit. And anybody listening to this that didn't catch it, yeah, yo, I remember I heard that in the comics. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you just remember that when that happens for sure. But yeah, I would say Star Wars is big to me. I even have a Star Wars tattoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, I got one too. It's the Jedi Order symbol here with my kids above and below it. But and I've got the Millennium Falcon. Surprisingly, that's no. I do have a Imperial, the the Empire symbol on my. You uh, evil being, you. Yeah. <laughs> it is fucked up. I should probably have like a. I the plan is. It's just to kind of have a collage of tattoos on my arms, at least, and then do the big ones on my uh, back and chest and everywhere else. But and then so I plan on having like every symbol. So like the Mandalorian symbol Mm -hmm. or the well, I guess it's the bounty hunter symbol. It's not the Mandalorian. But uh, so just like have all of those different symbols on uh, tattooed on you, me. You get a little bit of the origin of that symbol in the new series. Yes, you do. That's cool. Yeah. Without with it, that's something to look forward to without spoiling it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I I have been seeing some. Luckily, I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook anymore, so I didn't get like crazy uh, spoilers for it. I did see that. Jack Black's in the season and that kind of thing. Yeah, people were all pissed off about it. It was, yeah, it was a quick. Yeah, thing. what's the problem? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was one episode. It was. Yeah, what, do you, what it was kind of a cheeky episode. That's kind of the problem with people people being over judgmental and just being like, oh, it's trash. Take it a face. Oh, speaking of, all right. So I, I was just about to get on my Jar Jar Binks kick because I'm a fan. Oh, I, I saw know, a post about that, by the way. But go the, ahead. The, the voice actor. I think he did the motion capture too, but I know he was the voice actor uh, that did Jar Jar. Uh, he actually sure he has. Do the motion capture too. Yeah, he, he has a a, a, a scene. A very, a, it's a small scene, but it's a very important scene uh, in this season. 
Well, and I didn't and even realize it was him. I was looking. I was like, yo, who is that? And then I was like, oh, shit. Well, and I saw something about him being uh, Jar Jar getting his own series. I think that was a... Uh, is that like some fan bullshit? No, that was that was a, uh, April Fool's joke. Oh. I saw it, too. It was the dark Jar yeah. Jar. Yeah. Dude, that fooled me because I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't like look into it. But so. yeah, it's probably because you saw it after the fact. I saw it on the first time I saw it was when it was posted on April Fool's Day. And I was like, oh, because <laughs> it, it was a very convincing poster. You the know only I mean? day of oh, the year good. when Americans fact check what they see on the Internet. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The fucked up thing is Facebook algorithm won't show it to you on April 1st. They'll show it to you the day after. <laughs> I, yeah, luckily, I, I, yo, I luckily saw it April 1st. So because I probably would have believed it. But then I was like, what? oh, got me. Yeah. I saw a couple of them and it was like a day or two after and I look it's like originally posted two days ago oh, oh <laughs> yeah got okay. him it got me I didn't look into it that much yo have you ever seen that though uh, somebody sent it to me and I will say nine times eight times out of ten I'm not gonna watch something on on uh, YouTube unless it's like a podcast that I'm going to watch you know what I mean that I know is gonna be a certain time but I won't watch something somebody just sent me if it's more than like three to five minutes, but this was because yeah, you don't have time for that. Yeah, but this was like a thirty-minute breakdown of why Jar Jar was a Sith, and it was very convincing. For one, because it wasn't just some per- somebody talking; like it showed different things from the different films, and it talked about his history. There's a there was a lot of very good points, like George Lucas I've or anybody it. like that never went in to say that, that that it was true. But I did see a couple of people f- for that from Star Wars. It was like. Those were good points. It's probably not true, but I see why you. Well, can how interesting it. is it that you can, you can pull that much like individually as like uh, just like if Bill did that or whatever, and he could perceive that whole situation completely differently, and be like, but uh, well, what about that? It's pretty cool how you can, and that's kind of the thing we were talking about with George Lucas, how it got away from him, and now it's uh living it's like i created a monster right because but like it's a good monster yeah because it's just interesting how somebody could fill in the blanks like that and become a, and come up with a very convincing narrative to where you're like is he yeah and then the writer or whatever was like what like they're like oh i don't that wasn't my goal. That wasn't the goal, but that's pretty fucking cool that you can fill in the blanks. It's definitely worth watching. If you haven't if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on YouTube. Like I said, it's, it's about 25, 28 minutes, but it's it's worth the watch. It's very like if you're once you start it, you'll have a very hard time turning it off because it's especially because I it, think it's, I've seen it. It's 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 very well done. Very well done. What has been your favorite, uh, I'd say, favorite outside the movies? So like a TV show or a video game or a cartoon or a comic? Oh, well, mm. if, if have you played uh, the Fallen Order game? Yes, but I haven't beat it. My kids did, sons of bitches. It's like a Dark Souls-style um, Star Wars, so it's kind of a mashup of uh, the Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play those? Yeah, I own them. That those was, games. Are, that was one that I was thinking about as games, far as a game. And the Those Force, or are, no, For, no, Force Awakens, 
The one that was with the Wii when you had Nunchuck and uh, oh, that's, okay, that's a different one. With is the, that that was Force Awakens? That's a little different. Yeah. And the Force two. Unleashed was like uh, those you were, games are fucking great. You were one of Darth Vader's hidden apprentices, and it's a it's a very dope storyline. It's very similar to uh, the Fallen Order games, but it's more <clears throat> uh, you were an, an apprentice and survived the Order Six uh, Order Sixty Six. And those games are, like I said, more Dark Souls. So every enemy you come across is potentially seriously deadly to you. And uh, they call them like rage games because mm-hmm. they're they'll just piss you the fuck off. Um, my son's playing one right now that, and he's about to beat it. And it's one that I he's gonna beat it in like a third of the time that it took me to get to the third boss. <laughs> And he's like, oh, dad, here's all the stuff you did wrong and things. I'm like, thanks, bro. Okay, you're better than me. Thanks. Cool. It's made for the generation. You got to think, man, when we first started, especially when we first started playing, like we had a joystick and a button. We couldn't yeah. even pause them. And then when we got the D-pad and A and B and select and start, it was like, whoa. First I could game, actually, you know what I mean? First game I remember ever seeing was Tetris. Wow, you are a young buck. oh i'd have to probably go frogger or something that was played on an ibm computer um first console i remember ever remember seeing was probably pitfall or pong on the atari 2600 i didn't see atari until later so that was like throwback to me because you were born in the nes yeah yeah, i was born in 84 so uh, that was around the time, uh, that the Nintendo came out. And so that was like my first system and like a big deal. You know what I mean? was like Mario, Mario yeah. three. I think the, the Nintendo we bought was, uh, it came with Mario three and. Oh, wow. So That's the first, the first one I had was when I, I just remember it's like a Christmas day presents. My sister and I got these, the original S. As in NES, mm-hmm. with Super Nintendo. Yep, with the split game of Mario Brothers One and Duck Hunt, and the Zapper. No, that was the original. No, that's Nintendo. the original Nintendo. Yeah, the NES. That's, that's the one I'm talking. Oh, the about. NES. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you had Mario and then Duck, Duck Hunt. Hunt. Mm-hmm. Like what a fucking great. And by the way, that's when you'd get the laser gun that was orange. So I saw a video uh, how that actually works. The gun. The light gun? Yeah. yeah that's so, cool. So huh? it's it's like a camera and it's looking for the duck. So when you it looks for the reflection. Uh-huh. So the gun itself is the target, not the screen. So when it lines Whoa. up, because there's like a little flashing strobe that it right. can only see of that that's the duck. And when it aligns with the sensor that's inside the gun, it captures a shot that the duck was hit. Wow, I did not know. So that makes sense why they called it a light gun because I never understood that. Huh, that's crazy. So it's kind of reverse that you'd think, oh, the the gun is targeting, that the screen is capturing the the perceived shot like a bullet would, but it's the reverse. That makes sense, though, because if you think about all the racing games, the cars weren't moving. Mm -hmm. The screen was. like The (laughs) the car was right in one spot, and the rest of the game was moving around the car. Or when you're sitting in a car at a park spot, and the person in front of you pulls out backwards. Yeah, you get the the brakes. Yes. Or trains coming by. Oh, man. I've almost been in accidents a million times because of that. Yeah. 
like the first time in the motion picture industry when they were showing, you know, a film, a movie in front of a public, it was a train coming towards the camera and people actually jumped out of the way of the screen. <laughs> but yeah, you got, yeah, but that technology, you know, thinking about how far it's come that that's, that makes sense. It's like, th- is this real? This is, this is really coming towards me. Holy. Well, I remember we, well, we were talking about the, the Star Wars video games, the, the VR one. Uh, my buddy White Chalk had brought his over, and I remember I was playing it, and you could also plug it into the TV so who's ever in the room could see whatever you're seeing from first person or third person while you're looking at it from first person. And I remember uh, one of my teen kids was trying to get a Snapchat of me and got too close when I was doing a move and I uppercutted my 14 year old and he went flying across the room. And I mean, I felt bad, but yeah, I told him not to come close. It's like, Man, Hey, so, so we injuries ain't shit with VR injuries. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's young. Yeah. Young. There, there is actually a, um, really great VR. You're probably talking about, I, I just went to the bathroom, but like, are you talking about the Darth Vader game that was on yeah. the Oculus? Yep. Like that's one of the highest rated games on the Oculus. And it's very, let me tell you what, even when you take, after you take that one off, that's one of the ones where you have to kind of like, just sit down and let the real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I've never done the real the real VR. I'll bring it over next like time. Like this cardboard kind of shit or no, whatever. This, no, no, yeah, no. I'm gonna is... br- I'm gonna bring over the Oculus next time, and you can check out. Like uh, they have Bone Lab now. That fucking game. Like you will pick up a pistol, and you can slide the action on the fucking pistol. Like as far, uh, it's not like click click. Like you can. It's like real life. You'll fucking you slap a clip and to the pistol and you pull back and a fucking bullet will fly in the air and you can catch it out of the air. You know what I mean? There, uh, there's a game called blade and sorcery. Another great one where you can, uh, this is one where you have like a more of a free world to So you, and you have powers like telekinesis type shit to where you can almost feel like, you're using the force and then you have mods to where uh you can have a lightsaber and shit so you can you can like right now experience experience what it's kind of like to be a jedi like i've uh played through that game a bunch of times and it's more of a sandbox but you'll fight waves of enemies and or go through like a dungeon uh and you can like i've done runs of the dungeon where I don't use any weapons. I only use telekinesis and like pick people up, slam them into the fucking wall or, you know what I mean? Like it, it's uh super, in, it, it's incredible. Well, yeah, I would even the, in the, in the video games for you, especially being a big Lego person, Bill, the, some of those Lego star Wars games are some of my favorite. They're pretty solid. Oh, yeah. For, they're for fun factor. Dude, you know what by I mean? the way, the Lord of the Rings ones, are probably the best ones. So, I'd so argue that one. Outside of video games, I'd have to say the Clone Wars. As far as the cartoon, as far as far as favorites outside of the main franchise, the add-ons. Yes, the Clone Wars cartoon. Oh yeah, I think it was a salt. Was like uh, here's it, one. It should be essential Star Wars. No, it is, and here's why. It gives you context between the first and the second movie, or. The second and, and the third movie, yeah. sorry, uh, between it gives you more context. So Anakin's turn to the dark side 
doesn't seem like a cop out. You know what I mean? You really get all of the information. It made me like Anakin more as a character. Yes, because he really was a hero the, in the, the war. In the George Lucas kind of the prequel part, I it makes him it, seem like a whiny bitch. Yes. If you only watch the first like those movies and don't take in the entirety of the Clone Wars, then you go, "Oh, he's just being a fucking like little girl." But you get <laughs> You get all the context of Ahsoka. You get all you how they the Jedi uh, turned on her. Essentially, he was the only one that tried to help her prove her innocence when they said she murdered someone, and they were like, "Oh, you're under investigation. You're out." But then, as soon as she's fucking uh, found uh, not guilty, oh, you can come back now. And she's like, "Okay, fucking blow me, dude," because. You guys didn't have my back. The only person that had her back was Anakin. That's going to be nice to see what they... Because I haven't seen all the Clone Wars cartoons. It's so good. And we're getting Ahsoka. Yeah, that's where I was about to go. Yeah, yeah. we're getting an Ahsoka live action. So It's why I love Ahsoka so much. And she started out, I hated her character, the idea of it. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. But they really... The Clone Wars is, it, it really is quintessential Star Wars. If you are serious and you want to understand the universe, like, the Clone Wars is, I mean, it really gives you all the context. And not only on the Jedi, but the clones, you get so much more information on that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's empathy and sympathy for their situation because they have to grind out identity through uh, just like kind of th- that part is interesting to me because they are all even clones. more than the Clone Wars movie. It did. Yes. It gave them you, definition. The yeah. Clones themselves. Yes. And that's where the Bad Batch and then yeah. like so like all that comes. See that my pl- my plan is because I want to start from the beginning. About, about the time I knew the Clone Wars were a thing. They were already on the third season. So, so before I, earlier, Sean, you said the correct order for watching Star Wars. What is the correct order? Are you referring to when the movies were released or what the chronological order? Chronological. I think chronological. Of the, the story. Chronological. I will say I, I, I dated a girl. Uh, this was probably about 15 years ago. And she was closer to our age than she is to yours, but like somewhere in between. I'm so not she, that much. Not that much, but I'm like eighty eight years. That's that's a that's almost a decade. That's so, a big that's enough difference a, for quite a bit. Yeah, well, she was about five years younger than us, so she knew about the Star Wars movies. Her father was a fan, but for the most part, they really weren't aiming for a female audience then. Like you know, things were very different for what the boys yeah. watched and what the girls watched. I think we're starting to see that those gaps, those lines are out. blending yeah. for sure, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, so she got to watch them in chronological order at that time. So she watched prequels one, two, three, and then four, five, and six, and then got to go to the movies and see the that's other ones. Dope. And so she didn't know. Like I, I wish that that's got to be one of those cool things to watch him like that and not know that Anakin's going to end up being Darth Vader like that totally that would be the coolest yeah so it, it meant more to her to see him that way because she didn't know anything that was going to happen so there are yeah, benefits they got to the be twist. the young there are yeah. a lot of benefits to being like the younger, younger and what yeah and then yo here was the craziest thing though by the time we got to what's the last one in the original trilogy i uh, uh last jedi 
Return of the Jedi? Or what the original trilogy? The original trilogy. Uh, yeah, the Return of the Jedi. So 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 Which is like my favorite fucking original trilogy movie, by the way. Empire. All right, so at the end of that one, you remember how it showed Obi Wan, old Obi Wan and Yoda's Force Ghost? Yeah. Well, after they did the new ones, they 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 had Anakin, the kid Hayden Christensen. And she was like, "Yo, was that in the original? Because this was this was my first time watching." Well, no, them. it was like a fat gay. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it was, was like it, a like what, what he looked man. like outside of the suit yeah. at the end. Yeah, David Prose. You know what I'm saying? Was the Force Ghost? So no, that isn't the original. Yeah. And so, by the so way, she jo- saw that and she was like, "Was it like that?" I was like, "Hell no, he wasn't even born yet." <laughs> he wasn't. By yet. the way, the original Job of the Hut was like a dude in like a. It was an Irish dude. Yeah, it was like a fat, just a fat guy. I wish they would have. Have you, have you seen the, the the deleted scenes with yes. that? Yeah, of course. That's, and that was all like part. Like a tadpole. So you do you remember? It's weird. Do you, I didn't like it. Do you remember? Um, like I said, that golden do you box. That, time. <laughs> do you remember? MJ, RIP. All right. <laughs> the fucking that box that I talked about. I remember after. Uh, where they remastered the old movies. And that was part of the box set as they had. Um, it was like before you did the, uh, you know, on DVDs and shit, mm-hmm. where you'd get like the special features. Yeah. Yeah. And so you had that at the end of the VHS tape. Bro, by the way, you fucking youngins with your fucking, you know, all your cool shit right now. You don't know what it was like to have to re be kind and rewind. Oh yeah, yo yeah. We I actually we had at one point because they said it was bad for your I VCRs. A, we had a separate rewinder. Yes, that's Those what I was were just gonna genius tell you. And they were so time. fast. Yeah, you could. I thought that was the coolest, but that was probably super rough on the tape. I don't think so. I think it was rougher on your VHS, your VHS player if you did it that way. You know what I mean? Especially when you had like those eight-hour tapes, like the ones where we used to make your own movies on. That's what I'm saying. My mom had a whole library. I did too before I switched over. You know what I mean? Dude. And you could record in slower play to get a lower quality but put more movies I had on like a version of Netflix before that was a thing. You I, and I me bet, both. <laughs> I bet you most kids didn't have access to movies like that where I could go – Look in a fucking hundred page binder on like which movie wa- was on what tape because my mom had a a whole room, dude, like full of VHS tapes with nothing but movies. And Star Wars happened to be just one of those. And like I said, it was the originals, man. That shit was. <clears throat> I don't think I appreciated what I saw, and I think it would be cooler. Like you just brought up, I think it would be cooler to be a young fan right now and watch it from the start. Start at Rogue One. Imagine you know nothing. Yeah. Well, I, you don't want to start with Rogue One because why that, not? That because because that bridges the gap between three and four. No. Yes. No. Yes. It's the beginning of the first movie. No, it's not. It is. It was, it's the beginning. I promise. That's the beginning of New Hope. I promise. Yeah, it's it is. the beginning of a New Hope. Oh we're, yeah. Well, yeah, it's we're, between yeah. three and four. Okay. That, I guess. That's what I'm talking about. Got, she she got to no, watch them right. in chronological order. I, I think, not knowing. Anything. I think the young whippersnappers need to watch them in the order they came out. No. Theatrical. Fuck learn. That. Learn the pain of of these tr- the new that's, trilogy well, that's prequels like, like the rest of us. Gen X is dead. That's like Chelsea when her talking about the MCU and how she watched it 
And it's just like you don't get what it was like to fucking start at Iron Man and just like gradually. And by the way, these movies and shit didn't come out as fast as they do now at the, at the time. Right. The dog Man, keeps trying to knock down. She is down really on one tonight. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're not going to see a video yeah. of this is because she already knocked the mixer down once. Yeah. That's why we have no video tonight. She, we love dogs. Lay down, pooch. Yeah, she has knocked this thing over more tonight than probably Dude, in any other episode ever. ever. She's like, I'm trying to break so that. I'm, I'm going to get the little down. the little stage things that they have at bars to hover, cover the wires for the studio to run them underneath. Well, like tape. For safety. Yeah. Where? Um, I, you know what? I, I like what you said about having to go through the pain that we had to watch him in. Like, I yeah. definitely get that. No, I totally I, get that. And, and I mean that as a joke, but, but, yeah, no, but it, still, it makes a difference. Still, I think appreciation, but that's our, our perspective. Like you said, if you start at the beginning and watch it and imagine you don't know that Anakin's going to be Darth Vader. And it, it was fun for me just to see her how reaction. Fucking, how you know what I mean? Better would that be? That it's a completely different perspective. It because, it, it changes your we, entire thought process on the whole storyline. Originally, you started with Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and then we learned his origins. Imagine starting with his origins and learning he becomes a villain. Yeah, I, I was kind of jealous, com- <laughs> dude. How cool is that? I was kind of jealous. I wish I could wipe my memory of Star Wars and somebody goes, here, watch this. And it's all in Chronicle. Uh, But you know what? There was something else that she said that mirror. Like, I really understood what George Lucas said, why he did three, four, and five first. Because for her, she was like, oh, it was was more of a love story. And I enjoyed that more. And this was from a girly girl that isn't into sci-fi. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, those movies were the least... Action based until you uh, got demanding, to, yeah. yeah. So he it was smart, it was a smart move because if he would have done one, two, and three before all of the sci fi, all of the CGI like shit we have, now, they, they would not have blown up the way they are now. No way, yeah, no way, yeah. Because I mean, he relied heavily on like the space aspect, so you can, you know, uh, use that empty space a lot and. The dog fighting. There was a lot, a lot less Jedi shit, and and I'm super happy he waited. Oh yeah, because when I, even when I was a kid, those uh, original, like the prequels, I mean, they were pushing it like really hard as far as like visually, right? As so, I mean, imagine if they made those prequels right now, how much better they would be but they were cutting edge at the time well they were. And, and i mean I so that's that, that's that kind of defines star wars i don't think it's cutting edge anymore of but. course not. i mean that's that's the problem with special effects versus you know you know good story writing or storyteller impactful stories because every 10 years there's going to be something better that they can do too Every every year, every two years, every next movie, they've got to push the envelope a little bit further to do a little bit better. And I think even some of the Marvel movies we've seen, like um, the uh, the latest Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, we're seeing more practical effects. So good, mm-hmm. and in a mix, you know. So I mean, they kind of embraced it, and it's like, hey, look, 
There's more than just CGI. Mm-hmm. Well, and, th- and that's kind of what they... I was talking about. Is like coming back around. It's kind of a full circle thing because you get too heavily produced, and that happens. And then you come back to like I wouldn't say produced, but I will say relying too heavily on CGI because but what, but... They, they they still heavily produced the film with practical things. Yes. It's just it's just a matter uh, of being able enough. to mix. Yeah, I'm, it was and, just working. You, I'm not saying what no, you're saying. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, and you guarantee it ran through some sort of special <laughs> after effects oh, once yeah. it than the actual film. Right. You know, and uh but once you're dealing with space, how do you do that? Yeah. With a practical are you gonna actually do lights and like make and you know what, replicate the stars above in galaxies in a practical way? I would argue that Star Wars uh, had that Tolkien effect. It's like most movies now and movies after Star Wars relied heavily on the techniques that they used. Oh, and definitely. So, so Star Wars is one of those quintessential movies that had to happen to to make, push the, 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 the genre exactly. forward. Exactly. Well, any kind of movie that relied on that, they use those techniques. And like uh, Home Alone. Do you know that the way they took falls and shit, that, that slapstick style, uh, the way they... I mean, they looked real as fuck in that movie. Right. Do you know most movies after that like looked at that as a template on how to make shit look real? Oh, I believe it. Like, even if you think about things like that, when you're, when you're talking about that whole slapstick style... They did similar effects for things even prior. So, like uh, the first Exorcist, like the very end yeah. where the priest threw himself out of that window. Yeah, I was sta- uh, stationed in DC, and I know to this day <laughs> those people won't go up that staircase. I think I've, I don't know if I talked about it on here, but I told you guys about it. But that staircase, the window that he jumped out, that the stuntman jumped out of, yeah. is twenty feet up. And then he rolled down. That's like three flights of stairs. He had to do it twice. The only thing he had was like a little one, one and a half inch rubber padding over each one of those stairs. You know, they now you know how bad that had to hurt to do it once and not know, like, all right, I'm getting paid to do this. But like, you probably couldn't have paid me to do that a second time. And and he's probably throwing his weight. So he has to go down the rest of the stairs. Look at actors like Chevy Chase. Jackie Chan. Yes. Well, Chevy, I mean, he took uh, falls in a heavy way, and then that made him. There's arguments that talk about that. That's what made him an asshole. Brain damage, more or less. Yes, like possibility. CTE and cocaine. Well, yeah, Yeah, and drugs and like yeah, for sure. But uh, I forgot where I was going with that. But what he was saying, like, was the cocaine. The cocaine's heavy. (laughs) even talking with stunts though uh like i said you know me I, i'm i'm a lot like i won't look shit up beforehand because i want to be surprised when i see it but after i go and i start uh, looking at how they did that some i am i am because i'm one of those people that i i want to know how shit was done you know what i mean especially and i think star wars probably had a lot to do with that because that, that like uh, okay but be honest when you read about like something being practical effect, that blows you away way more than you read that it was just like CGI. CGI. Yeah, yeah. All right, but all right. This for this particular thing, I wasn't uh, like it was going on more with the stunts. So when I was watching this season of The Mandalorian, 
they do the order of the people that you see, which I think is really good because then you don't have that that top billing. And it's probably better for how they're paying the the actors too. I think well, you know it's what I mean. Just easier to understand, and like, so if you are the type of person that wants to look, look you can at, see. Yeah, you, yeah, it's in order of appearance. Now, what was throwing me off was the the after you see Pedro Pascal's name, so the the guy that plays and voices the Mandalorian. There are two other guys, and I was that like, well, the next killing it. the next person I saw was a female. So who are these two guys whose names showed up that I didn't see? And they're the stunt actors for when, you know, Pedro... They're what? his stunt. Yeah, they're his stunt. And it's one the of them is... Mandalorian stunt double. Mm-hmm. And he has yeah, two what of an easy job. You don't even have to look like the fucking guy. No, yeah. He's just well, a one voice black. actor. Well, one of them's white because Pedro Pascal's uh, Hispanic or Hispanic. I hope that's the right term. He's... He yeah, speaks he Spanish. Is. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, like, all right. What, what is he? Is he like uh, a good port- fucking actor? Port- yeah, yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was saying. That guy is the whitest guy in the room. That's my answer. That guy is right. fucking killing it. Though. But Latif Crowder, who's a who's a martial artist, and he's been in like a lot of movies, like uh, uh, the Raid Redemption. Like he does. Uh, he he. The guy looks like uh, the Brazilian dude in Tekken. He looks like him with the brain. Oh, Eddie Gordo. Yeah, he looks like Eddie. I'm. I'm pretty sure they made Eddie Gordo off this guy because he's. You know, <laughs> what I'm saying it's a Brazilian guy who does uh, the jujitsu stuff. But anyway, he's one, he's, uh, he's one of the stunt performers. Latif Crowder. What What is the uh, Krav Maga? That's uh That's more uh, an Indian based martial arts. No, no, that's the fucking. That's not the Brazilian way. That I'll look it up in a minute. Krav Maga is more... Uh, no, that's the Russian shit. Or is it Syrian or, or like... Um, I think, yeah. Middle Eastern. It's Middle Eastern. Yeah, what Krav is Maga the, is Middle yeah, Eastern. That, like breakdancing style. Yeah, I'll look it up here in a second. I'm trying to find out what Pedro Pascal, where he was born. Because <laughs> that was killing me. Chilean. So he's from the country of Chile. Okay. I mean, that guy is fucking... Did you ever watch Narcos? No, but everybody's been saying how good that is. Was he in that too? Yeah, he was in Narcos. Holy shit. There's, I didn't know that. Each season I think is a little bit different. Like um, you know, one of the Narcos focused on pa- uh, Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Oh, see, so it's and more then, like uh, And then the next season was like different. I, Drug I, Lord. I know it's based loosely based on on true stories though. We were and talk- I haven't watched much of them. We've been talking about well you're talking about the like gangster ass shows. We Capoeira. Just, that's we, the Brazilian martial Capoeira, arts. Capoeira. Thank you. Um, I've never been into like the gangster style movies. Oh, I, I mean, have. I watched like Blood In, Blood Out, uh, Bound by Honor and shit. Um, My mom was a cop. So, so she like was into the mafioso shit. style shit. But I've been watching The Sopranos recently. That's mafioso type shit. No, I know, but it's really got me into that. Like, to like into loving that. So what are some mob movies that you would recommend for Mike? Number one oh, uh, would be Untouchables. Ooh. Without a doubt. Uh, it's the best Sean Connery movie you'll ever see. Um, oh, my goodness. There's so many good actors in that film that, that went on to be, you know, top of the line actors. Watch Untouchables. It's based on a true story. And in, in the same it's almost like the same cast, I think, is uh, Casino. Yeah, right. a lot of them. Yeah, Casino well, is another well, Goodfellas. Casino. Goodfellas. I found out Goodfellas is based on a true story too. That yeah. uh, that 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 uh, oh, the Latunza heist 
airport at the time it was one of the biggest heists in american history yeah and well casino i saw that a long time ago that's one of my Mm -hmm. i always love that movie um watch untouchables and and just watching uh joe pesci die in the cornfield at the end where he gets like beat to death death. (laughs) i mean that shit's crazy he was was ruthless he was he was a but you know what really i'm funny like a clown or he's like i got you i got you you he stabs that dude to death with that pen yeah. But, Joe, honestly, though, when you start talking about people, like even Dave Chappelle joked about that on one of his old, old, old stand-up specials. He was like, because he's from D.C., he was like, he was like, I left D.C. for like 20 years to, you know, to go to New York City, to go to L.A., you know, to make my fortune, whatever, whatever. He was like, I came back to D.C., and it's a lot different than it was in the late 80s when crack was going on. He's like, there's a lot of white people walking around here. <laughs> but then he, he was like, but have you ever seen like there'd be a group of black guys and then you'll see a couple of white dudes with these guys? And he was like, I'm going to tell you something. Them white guys are some of the dangerous guys in them groups. Oh, it's, yeah. It's no they're... telling what they did to get them black thug dudes respect. And that's like the same thing. Like Joe Pesci was the smallest dude in that film, but he was the most, the yeah, quickest them dudes to kill are somebody. Crazy as fuck. You got to watch out for the little guys, man. They got something to prove. Oh, yeah. And that was like, uh, that movie's so fucking good. If you take the time to watch it, it is a long one. But, like, dude. And, by the way, The Sopranos, we, me and Bill were talking about, like, style of, like, storytelling earlier when I was talking about this before the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the slow burn of The Sopranos is kind of, I like that because... It's kind of the style of that mafioso uh, gangster mentality. It's like hide in plain sight. It's uh, Those dudes did brutal shit. But also, most of the time, they were fucking chilling and trying to act normal. Because the show itself, is it's a family, but it's the family of the mob family well, you have and his, his actual family. Exactly. So it's being that duality of both worlds. It's so good. And that's what makes it good. But I think it was, it wasn't slow at the time. At right. the time, it was pretty fa- fast paced, or at least in modern standards. It's, it's, you know, as over the years, things need to progress faster. I yeah. remember they said they had, they had actual mob guys that would consult that, well, yeah. but even before they were like they ended up consulting because they were wondering where they were getting their information from you know what i mean so they oh, were so they're trying to get information yeah they, they were like wait a minute, who like which who which family you have you been who, talking to yeah, who told, told you, you about that? yeah about uh honestly that was one of my favorite parts about the uh and we didn't the wu-tang br- tv show too because the rizza actually has connection with the gambino mob family <laughs> And it almost got him in trouble at one point. Oh, you know well, yeah, I mean? them when fucking hood ass G's, they're fucking. Well, like, you, well, you got to think uh, a lot. People don't think, uh, where, where is Staten Island isn't mostly black, it's mostly Italian. Italian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but that's how, you know, they got some of their backing to get in, you know what I mean, was from them. So when they started going after the feds, started going after the Gambino mob family, they went after the Wu Tang too. And it was like, hey, these are family friends. We weren't, you know, they weren't hiring us to hit people and shit. It was just, you know, they were from our block. And I mean, you never fucking know, though, dude. I mean, well, even if they did, they would never say. Yeah, you're not gonna talk about Fuck it. No, I think that's the beauty of that shit. Is like just the the Italians knew how to be fucking gangster in like a gentleman's way, and like how fucking cool is that? Like, I fucking love that show. Uh, and I, I've still how far ha- are, in are you? How many uh, seasons? I'm 
in I just got into the fourth season. Oh, you're still yeah. You're oh yeah. Still, so what 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 happened? What's the um recently Tony found out that the crazy bitch that worked at the BM or the Mercedes dealer uh dealership of the hut Oh, she's super hot. Like oh, that chick yeah. is. I've, bro, I have literally, bro, I have literally been in a relationship with that same chick. She just looks a little different. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, yes. that shit, dude. So that's, he found out she like killed herself. And uh, that, I mean, that show is. My favorite episode recently was when Polly and uh, uh, Chris got lost in the woods chasing that Russian guy. <laughs> I haven't seen all of them. I honestly, I've, I've <laughs> you seen know what episodes. I'm talking about. It's been forever, but I know because they're, it's they're a, looking for this guy, the, a no, Russian like, guy that can't be like can't be killed. And yeah, this, like they thought fucking, he was dead. He's like, where did you? I've come to find out, he's like a Russian Green Beret. Yeah. Like he's, he's just a bad motherfucker. They're like, oh, you have to find him. <laughs> <laughs> and they never do, so that's gonna come back around. I'm sure of it. I'm gonna have to watch that. Have I, you, have I have you, some other shit I gotta catch up on first because I still have to watch uh Andor because I love that guy. I, I, I haven't still, seen it either. I haven't watched it either. And he, why? I dude, what the fuck? Well, considering he's was the main, we already know how it's going to end. <laughs> but not I, really. I don't know what it's about. Well, no. Well, I mean, but I, I mean, watched we, the first episode. We know how it happened. Like, is it like the prequel to Rogue One? Kind of. Okay. That's why it's thought. Yeah, it's his character. So it's but it's just Who, following his, his character. Uh, Cass, Cassian Andor. He was the main guy in Rogue One. Oh. The dude that blows up when they're like smooching and shit. Yes, with my baby. Let's fucking blow up, girl. Oh, I love her so much. Felicity, I can't remember what her last name is. I'm just gonna say you should have been hitting that. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> fuck are you doing? Just be like, I'm gonna try to time it so we die as like, I'm coming. As I'm fucking <laughs> busting. <laughs> God, why do we think so much alike? I, I have seen the stars. Yeah, we're about to join them, motherfuckers. Uh, what the time? little what, death. What do we got on time here, bro? It's in about an hour 15. All right, we got 15 minutes. Let's talk about your fucking dog knocking all our shit off the table. <laughs> Don't shame her. She's old. She is a... And she's just... She's shaking right now. She looks... It's probably really sad. Arthritis. Arthritis. <laughs> Arthritis. Well, hey, be glad that we were still able to do this. Yeah. It took yeah. out the visuals. Sorry about that. Took out one cord that we'll have to replace. I think I got like plenty of those, though. Crossing our fingers since nobody can no, see me doing I, it. I'm pretty sure I got like fucking six of those cords. So I'm going to give them all to you and you can just. I'll have a rat's nest of them to see if any <laughs> yeah. of them work. All right, yo, I have a I have a, a final Star Wars thought. Mm. What, if anything? So we know like they're they'll they'll never just like they'll probably never stop making MCU movies, but they'll never stop making Star Wars movies. You think never? 
not in our lifetime. Never say never, motherfucker. Not in our lifetime. It's too much money. You know what I mean? And there's always going to be, even if people are complaining, the they're still is, talking about how it. How much yeah. quality and how much money are they going to put well, into that? Well, because you know negative press is good still press. good press. All right, so it's here's never my question. since the beginning. Facts, you're right. Yeah. So do you think that now, because it basically it ended, everything with the last Star Wars film, it ended. Ended what? That line of the, like, I don't see ended them going. the Skywalker shit? Yeah, yeah. even with even with Ray taking the Skywalker name. At this point, I would almost reg- r- prefer seeing a new story with 100% okay. new characters. Oh, I, th- I see where you're going, going with this question. Where would we want to see it go? That is my question. I want to see, uh, personally, I want to see where shit, I want to see... They go back and really far back. I want to separate, uh, kind of from the Skywalker thing. So I want to see a Darth Bane movie trilogy. Hmm. That'd be dope. And if you've ever read the book trilogy, you would understand why. I haven't. Uh, because. You would get um, a whole new perspective. You would be watching this unfold. So somebody learning their force powers, but they're not becoming a Jedi. They're becoming a Sith. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me. By the way, uh, you would get a whole nother uh, look at how... um, because you said politics were a big reason why you got into Game of Thrones, and I think that's a lot of reason why a lot of people. I'm so yeah, I forgot. I wanted to go with that. You know what I mean? I think like if you were to tell so somebody this, that's this, never this, seen Star Wars before, yes. don't tell them about lightsabers. Don't tell them about blasters. Don't tell them about dogfighting in space. Tell them it's well, about and politics. This, and this is another look at like how. Um, politics, uh, just like power struggles and shit. It's it's a very Game of Thrones like story, and I think it would do. Inc- Actually, I don't want to see movies of this. I want to see a movie, uh, a show based on this, like Game of Thrones. But don't do it too quick. Give it the, um, like you said, uh, as far as like uh. Game of Thrones and Lost and all those shows that treated every episode like it was a movie. Ah. Do the same thing because it deserves it 100%. And if you gave a show like the Bane series, uh, let's say you, even if you went a season, a book, that okay. would that would do it justice. But you're talking about on a mass scale, so you're talking like million dollar. Oh per yeah, episode. no, it's gonna be a big fucking deal. But if you do it right, you cast it right, you visually do it right. I mean, and and by the way, you don't have to rewrite anything. I mean, this story is so fucking solid that uh, every if everybody that watched it, they would fucking love it, and. I think the uh, tone switch, darker Star Wars, 
right? I mean, it's going to be dark and you have to take that risk where you go, oh, this isn't for kids necessarily. But we're talking about the dark side. We're talking about the Sith. We're talking about... And it can be done right. Can you you make more toys out of it? Uh, Yeah. So it's all about the franchising. That's the problem. It's franchising. Because if you do this... If you do do this story... Well, you're right. Baseball's the flamethrower. Look at fucking Deadpool. That's not for kids, but everybody loves that shit. Good, good. Yeah. But this was dark and twisted, but still comedic. You have that comedy. There can't be comedy here. That's the problem. We don't need cute. We can't have comedy. This is a dark, fucking fucked up, twisted story because to become a Sith. And also, this okay, is... Okay, Chelsea. Huh? <laughs> I see you. I, yeah. I, no, okay. But it's, no, no. Uh, it's true, though. I don't disagree, but I don't think Disney's ever going to have the balls to pull that off. No, I know that. And that's why it'll never happen. Uh, not necessarily. Well, like I'm saying, like with, so, with what we did with the... Like what they did with the Punisher and Daredevil. And if moving forward okay, they have to okay, see so once once i see if they pull no punches during a punisher or yeah, daredevil yeah i'd be more inclined to believe and maybe that's what they're waiting for maybe we'll see if we can do darker and that's a good test for them it's a it safe, is a good it is a good it's a safer t- area where they could fuck up and not all right hold up i'm gonna put I'm, I'm gonna put something out good, there yeah yeah we yeah. have shitted on disney a lot for not taking the darker side and yes, I did that on purpose. No, it's safe. But it's, wait, but it's hold on. Safe right now. But it's not that they haven't done it before. The difference that now is we know. Because there has always been Disney has always had another branch that we didn't know they owned where their darker True. movies went. You Touchstone know what I mean? or no uh no, it's, it's like it. bringing it. But no, but that's what I'm saying. But, but they already like the same but, universe. But now, but now we know that oh, Disney owns this. Disney owns that. You know what well, I mean? Well, maybe that's the evolution of this shit. Is where you get an overarching universe, and you have the darker films. You have the R-rated. And shit, I think they can and do it. And it still ties into the PG-13 shit, PG shit, and all of it's tied together. But. I mean, you just keep I, an overarching universe that... And I uh, think they could still be dark and still keep it like that PG-13 level. Uh, I don't think they... I, I think there's some places they could where, you know... This movie, I don't agree. It has to be... We haven't had an R-rated uh, Star well, Wars okay. yet, well, ever. Here's the deal. And there's always been you that cutesy I think- merchandise kind of thing from... Ewoks are the perfect example. Well, well and you even even like with heads being chopped off, there's never been like blood spouting out. Like I Star think, Wars has always been PG thirteen worst. That's the worst it ever. Yeah. And I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying it has never been done. Well, I think that's why Star Wars is so appealing to everyone because it appeals to everyone. You have elements of shit from everywhere and it doesn't get too dark but it still gets i mean you get luke getting his fucking hand chopped off or watching his head roll off and then the the after he chops off vader's head in the in the but that's like training that's like product of the time also it's like that wasn't like a huge deal but now watching a head roll across the floor on a (laughs) you know a movie in the MCU might be a big deal to a bunch of little kids. Like, 
Yeah. It's it's doable. I that's uh, that's no, all I'm it's saying. It's definitely fucking doable. Like you just got to balance it right and like understand you, that you need some motherfucker who's a, has a big enough pocket to risk it. And I think that's what happened with the Mandalorian. John Favreau had already just, been successful for he's the reason that we have an MCU cuz he's the one that did the first Iron Man movie and the second one. And he opened the doors so they gave him a little bit more. Disney was like, and "Well, you've already brought us a lot of money, the, so here we go." Plus that guy's like the best ever. What the fuck? That guy he can't do any wrong right. He's he's a money horse, you know what I mean? Just like with James Gunn. If you can get to the point where Disney thinks you're going to make them a certain a good amount point. of money. That's a good point. James Gunn is the next John Favreau. <sighs> Just for DC. I don't know. He he does one thing and he does one thing right. Well, and, and he does so it, much comedy and fucking right as fuck though. Well, we'll see what happens with, with his new DC. I would love to see him do a Lobo. I think Lobo is like a perfect Who plays Lobo? And I know who you're thinking, both of you. It's not who we're thinking, it's who the internet's been saying. Harrison Ford. <laughs> he's, I think, he's crotchety I th- enough he could pull. No, I think a, a nobody, man. I know, I know the internet's been been saying the yeah, the, but we're all looking at uh, Jason Momoa because like, that's if, what they. If there was ever a perfect character because they've been feeding be it to us. Think about who they no, picked for Solo. At, but look at Lobo. In the 90s, he looks like fucking Jason Momoa, dude. No, he looks like a big guy with long hair. He would, he is the perfect. He, I'm saying any it's guy with long look. hair in his build could pull it off. I'm, you're thinking that because Jason, uh, Jason, and I love Jason Momoa. My, that's my guy. And the you know tattoos, I mean? and, yeah. but I don't and think his he's comic, the only one. And it's just his nerdy comic book and. Well, really, as that, a person, he's I been... I think it's funny that, like, wrestlers are, like, the perfect... Well, it's because they're actors. They are They are actors already. But they're mm-hmm. already, like, perfectly suited to play superhero parts. Look at John Cena. And, by the, the way... The Rock. By the way, the fucking... Um, uh, what's the shit that he's in? Peacemaker? Peacemaker is the... Best fucking show. I disagree. I'm not. I enjoyed it, but I will I fight you right now. We can fight. I love. I, we I, can fight. I'm for real. I liked Peace Mike, Peacemaker, but that was where I would more agree with you. To James Gunn has that he's not as. I don't think he has the level of of Jan, uh, John It's all Farrow. shtick. Yeah, it's all shtick. Which there's nothing wrong with that in the right place at the right time, and I think. You know, like uh, he did Guardians too, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an example of the right balance, you know. But then, especially like we're talking the first Guardians. So, when he's in the right role, it, the right team, he, the right project, I think he does it well. It know, even when, worked in Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide But he can't do it. Everything he touches. We'll see, is, though. Is, like, so, I can't see I think him he's doing done Spider- a great job of picking the right movies, too. Yes. I think that's a key part that he's yes. like, hey, I know I just do this sticky part, you know, or, or he um, knows he what he can do well. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, hey, hey, yeah, this sounds like a total loser, and nobody gives a fuck. I, I think I'm I could, I, I'm gonna make it work. Mm-hmm. Fuck you all. Him doing like a super serious, and I think that's why I'm rooting for him for Lobo, for that same reason. But, but Lobo is like a sticky thing, though. Exactly, it's, it's like right up his alley. But that's it's, what I'm saying. But I don't know if I could see him doing like he's in the helm, so he can pass it to somebody else. Yeah. But 
I don't know. That'd if, be like, the one that I could see should. him do Lobo. I can. He did well with Suicide Imagine. Squad. Imagine. I don't know if I could see him do a Superman or a Batman film and do it right. Well, check it, out. check it out yeah. because nobody knew who the fuck the Guardians of the Galaxy were before he made a movie about. Oh, it. I did, but uh, well, of hardcore course you, comic. Oh, well, of course but, you did. Yeah, but I'm saying like just like people and but look, that's like one of the biggest movie series they got right now. Yeah. So imagine, just like imagine, like so. Who picked the soundtrack for first one? Whoever did, if that was him, he'd that he yeah, did. that first soundtrack was brilliant. He did. He did. I think that's that soundtrack like, was as good as the movie. I, I mean, that, just like Quentin Tarantino pairing yeah, exactly. a soundtrack to to the exactly. film, exactly. Or even just guy. back to what, what we're going to Star Wars goes the, yeah. the, the that that sound that makes it yeah. what it is that brings well, it. Be, you know that you just relate. You commit. It's a little different in Star Wars because the soundtrack is created to. I'm just trying. Match I'm the just movie trying to, and that was just like tie but, back but, to May but, the Fourth. Be with but you. I think yeah. <laughs> no, but I think Quentin Tarantino is, uh, is a good like example compared to James Gunn. I think they're very I much they're very much the same in the way they can tie older songs into their uh, almost except into the script. If we go D and D like um, classifications, he's. James Gunn is probably not on the chaotic side of things as much as Tarantino. That dude's drinking tequila off a bitch's toes, and I respect him for that. And then cocaine off her... Right? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Anyway, we should probably wrap this fucking episode up. I'm getting a little drunk, and I gotta pee! I love Star Wars. I will always love Star Wars. And uh, may the Force be with you. Fourth. May the Fourth. Well, I meant what I said, but I, 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 I said what I said, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and then Reje- Revenge of the Sith, manana. If you're listening to it, Revenge a day after. of the Fifth. Revenge that, of the Fifth. I'm just gonna say as we wrap this up, Revenge of the Sith. One of my, I already said it at the beginning. That was the best time I ever had in a movie theater. I don't give a fuck. I almost got a blowjob. Almost. <laughs> Go to thecomiczone.com. That's where we got all job. our episodes. Yes. Don't talk over me, Bill. Talk over if I want. <laughs> Just because you I'm, got a cool ass shirt. Hey, I'm feeling my Mace Windu right now. I'm going to have to pull out my big pink stick. Go to thecomiczone.com. That's where we got all our episodes. Faux show. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, I'm slurring my shit. Dude. And follow us on TikTok, yeah, Instagram. Take, take over. You know what I mean? We're where we're everywhere your socials are. Come see us. Shaman DJ Nike. Mike. Bill. What do we gotta do? Keep Stay it black. black. Yeah. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>